0: Good morning Nachum. Good Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Shmini. In addition, we take out two sifrei Torah. Tomorrow is the 3rd of the arba parshios. Tomorrow is Parshas Parah. We read of the Parah Aduma, the red heifer, and the procedure whereby it is Taken and brought to the state of ashes, whereby the ash of the aduma and water mixed when it is sprinkled on a person who is Tomei Nefesh, went to a funeral and was under the same roof as the deceased, or was part of a chevrakadisha, and they washed and dressed the deceased, that person becomes Tamey Nefesh. And unless the ash of the paraduma Duma is sprinkled upon them on day three and day seven of their designated week of purification, they do not become tahor. We read this on this Shabbos. It's a way of telling us Not that Purim is behind us, but that Pesach is coming quickly. And as a result, we have to be in a state of purity in order to partake of eating of the Korban Pesach, in order to partake of the mitzvah of Aliya Laregel to come to the Beisah Migdosh on Pesach. And so we pray that this is going to happen quickly, soon, in our day. And it is at the moment, it is at the moment that our lips, reading about it, studying about it, should be looked upon by our Kodesh as if it was done, demonstrating our pining for, please God, the third base hamigdash. Parsha Shmini according to the Chinuch contains 17 mitzvos, 6 positive mitzvos and 11 restrictions. <coughs> Moreover, the first part of the parsha tells us of the korbanos that were brought on the Yom Hashmini, the 8th day which is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The eighth day following the seven days of preparation, miluim that Aaron and his sons underwent, in order to perform the avodah in the mishkan, and the bulk of the mitzvos in the parsha come from the second half of the parsha, whereby the Torah lays out for us the laws of Kashras. and very quickly on that. I want to just point out that the Torah first tells us to identify a kosher animal. It is to have two signs. One, split hooves. Secondly, chew its cut. What didn't you understand? If you bring an animal and you see it has both qualities, characteristics, you know it's kosher. If it doesn't have it, you know it's not. Yet, the Torah goes out of its way, and the Torah then goes on to list three plus one, three animals that have only one of the two signs, namely, they chew their cud. And they are the camel, they are the woodchuck, and they are the rabbit. These three chew its cud, but don't have split hooves. And finally, the Torah says there's one animal in the entire world that has split hooves, and doesn't chew its cud, and that is the pig. Now I ask you, why must the Torah identify these four animals that have only one of the two? And I believe the very powerful answer is that whoever wrote the Torah, and we know that it comes from Hashem, because only God could know then and now what's going on in the world. And guess what? In the last 3,300 years, no one has ever found a fifth animal that has only one of these two traits. Hashem is the author of the Torah. The Torah is divine. The word divine has many meanings. Firstly, coming from God. Secondly, wow, it is godly. And I believe that using that expression, that it is godly, and what it gives to the individual, I be would, I think, would be an appropriate way to speak for a few moments about the tremendous loss that the Jewish world has suffered with the passing of Reb Chaim Kanayevsky right before Shabbos last week, given that the Leviya was on Sunday, this Shabbos morning is when the family and the Jewish world gets up from Shiva. There is no avelus befarhesia on Shabbos, but we should all consider ourselves avelim. Why? In this week's parasha, we are taught that when Nodav and Avil die because they brought an Esh Zorah, a fire which was not called upon, asked for by a Kurdish Hu. And so we are told over there that the entire house of Israel, Israel Yivku they are to literally cry, literally in the future, asher Hashem. And what does Rashi say on the spot? Mikan, Shetzoroson who tell us al hakol Abilbah, that the entire nation is to mourn with, because we are to feel the closeness, the connection to the tzadik. I just want to share a little bit about Reb Chaim who was literally chad Bidoro, who was most atypical and most unique in our generation. Number one, in his knowledge, he was not only a brilliant child prodigy. What was your pilpul at your bar mitzvah? At his bar mitzvah, he was Messiah Shas, that's correct. He finished all of shas at the time of his bar mitzvah. But not only did he have incredible knowledge and had all of Torah at his fingertips, his Hasmada, his diligence, his learning of Torah constantly, and that's the key word, never stopped. This is what characterized him. He had a Kabbalah from his father, the Stipler, that he accepted sandikos to be a sandik at Bresim and traveled all over to honor people. But what did he do when they asked him, is it not a waste of your time? And the answer is no, he learns in the car. He never stopped learning. But there is so much more to this man. I urge you, take out and bring to the table tonight or tomorrow the sixth chapter of Pirkei Ovos. And the first Mishnah in the sixth chapter begins with Rabbi Meir Mayer l'shma. One who studies Torah, l'shma, for its own sake, not for any other ulterior motive. Zochel harbei. He merits many things. And the Mishnah goes on to enumerate many. But I want to focus on that which we find further down in the Mishnah. Nanim mimenu this Soshia. What happens is, as a result of his studying Torah, people enjoy from him counsel and wisdom. This was an incredible chesed that Reb Chaim provided for the Jewish world. So many flocked to him for etza, for advice. And they asked advice regarding medical issues. They asked advice regarding shiduchim. They asked advice regarding business questions. And he answered them all on the spot. Now, if he didn't go to medical school, how could he answer medical issues? And the answer is just the mishnah that we said. Li Eitzah. Mishnah is telling us that counsel, ultimately, and wisdom comes from the Torah, comes from Hashem. And we know that Kudshubrichu, HaKadosh Baruchu, Oraisa, the Torah, and Yisrael and the Jewish people, Chadhu, they become one. When one is so thoroughly engrossed in Torah and one is so thoroughly committed to the Jewish people that he avails himself of his time and sees people for hours on end, amazing. And when he was younger till literally two in the morning, the patience that he had for people. He answered questions and letters hundreds per day. And not only from his colleagues and wise individuals, but children who wrote to him. He answered them as well, knowing that an answer from him to them would give them such an inspiration and a drive to continue their learning of Torah. So he answered questions to children as well. And individuals such as this, who had number one, Torah, but this is not just the study of Torah. But that Torah enabled him to literally get, as he said, what Hashem puts in my mouth. That's what I answer. To reach that carnival madriga, unbelievable. And this is not what you would call a Mo face. Not at all. This is all coming from li etza, coming from the Torah, which gives man an opportunity to grow in, in such a fashion. <coughs> Secondly, not only his Torah, his avoda, his tefillah, he davened from the sitter. During Chazar HaShatz, he did not look out from the sitter, followed with his finger, word for word, from the Sira. an incredible intensity of prayer. And we mentioned his chasadim. I want to basically end with two stories. One is a famous story about the grasshopper, whereby he was studying and wished he could actually see a grasshopper to have a greater understanding as to the various parts and determining <coughs> its halachic status. And guess what? A grasshopper appeared at his window. His wife, the daughter of the late rebel Zatsal, Zatzal, told her father that when he needed it, the grasshopper came to him and Rabbi Yoshev believed it and said, what an incredible sayyato Deshmaya, what an incredible demonstration of God's, literally, involvement in his life. And, listen carefully, his wife, the Rebetzin, communicated this to give chizuk to a woman who was having problems, and she was on the verge and studying to become a balas tshuva, and she told this woman the story of the grasshopper. Her husband, a zoologist, said impossible. Grasshoppers live in swamps, grasshoppers don't travel by themselves, and guess what? The grasshopper came to his window, and they became Shomri Torah of as well. Not about Moface, it's all coming from Lee Eitzah. I want to conclude with the following Professor Yuval Elbashan is the Dean of the Law Faculty at Ono Academic College and in the past was a community lawyer and social advocate for the poor. He met with Hagoun. Rabbi Chaim Kanayevsky Zatzal on a number of occasions, and despite his staunchly secular and liberal background and his skepticism of religion, he was moved by the Godel hador's modesty and especially his devotion to the downtrodden. Professor Elbashan wrote an article for Globes about his impression of Rabbi Chaim Zatzal which focus on a very different aspect of the Godel Ador, that religious people almost forget due to the focus on Reb Chaim's hasmada, brilliance in Torah, and his seeming ruach hakodesh. kodesh The fact that Reb Chaim Zatzal spent hours and hours of his precious time doing chesed by gladdening the heart of broken people without fanfare or any thought of being compensated. As Professor Al-Bashan wrote, if only the secular world had someone like this for downtrodden people, someone who is accessible to everyone and not only the wealthy. Chaval v'lo mishtachin, Woe unto us for what we have lost. Let's end by saying, we have lost someone with great asmada, each and every one of us can now contribute as he did so much, a few more minutes a day, think how we can, quote, steal a few more minutes from our day to put Torah in it, and think how we should be more accessible to others who are unfortunately broken at times with different issues. Being there for them is not only going to be a great chesed, making our world a better one, but it's going to literally make you a living Talmud of the great tzaddik hador that passed away. Teheh nishmaso tsrura btsror achayim. Shabbat shalom to all.